right now, kind of like ripping open the sealed section of Dolly magazine when you were younger. Not that I did that, but I would imagine Ali Clark, you did that. You betcha. You did? Sometimes without even buying the mag. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. So just Tinder Tales. All right, here we go. Tinder Tales. Tales. All right, I got some fun facts uh, about Tinder. Tinder Tales. Sorry. Tinder That's the bit I like. Tinder Tales. Okay. Seriously, another seven minutes of that. This is the first edition of Tinder Tales, yep. and I am excited. Yeah, now, you guys are cross Tinder. You know how it works. Do You You seem very confused yeah, by it. Yeah, you swipe left and right. I don't know which way is which, but this is how you meet people. Yes, you know that Mondays between 6 and 9 p.m. are the busiest times on Tinder, if you're on Tinder. That's when you get a lot of matches. Is that because you've been busy seeing everybody else going out and doing fun things and so you think this is it, I want to find someone? Um, I'm not sure. It doesn't have a reason behind it, but I guess you can go out and do fun things and then also get on Tinder. Oh, yeah, you're right. Or is it because you go out on weekend with your husband or wife, have a fight, and then you go? (laughs) (laughs) Well, funny you mention that because 42% of Tinder users are actually married or in a relationship. (gasps) Get out. So I want to share with you something that hasn't happened to me before on Tinder, and it's that moment when you make a match and you organise for a meeting, and this time I arranged it to be at Adelaide's quaintest house, which is at my place. And the oh, person... You, you go. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I, like, I'm living under this beautiful sort of bubbly rainbow and unicorn mm. life, thinking that this is what people used to find their forever partners. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Now, this is not forever. This is for a good... 15 minutes. Oh, turn 20, it up. 20 minutes. <laughs> turn it up. 20 minutes tops. Mm-hmm. So it's that moment when you see the person and they don't look like the photo that's on their profile. Right. Now, I must have What did she say when she saw you? Well, <laughs> no, it was the other way around. Okay. Um, and so I opened the door and there she was. Now, and, uh, plain, uh, different colour hair to start off with. Well, that's okay. And then didn't the face kind of look different as well? And look, she was a lovely girl, yeah. right? But she had one of the... I don't you mention this or not. But she had a dimple just on one side of her face, like on one cheek and not the other. And I thought, well, that's quite unusual. That's cute. I didn't see that in the photo. Yeah, well, okay. I don't have any dimples. Well, I do have dimples, but they're on my, they're on my legs. <laughs> okay. So anyway, and so as soon as I thought, I thought, oh, my God, panic, because I don't like confrontation. And I remember the sweats. I'm going, what am I going to say to this girl? Because I don't know. She doesn't because look like you a... don't like a dimple. Well, no, it wasn't about the dimple. It was the fact that she didn't look like a photo. Okay. And, I, you know, I didn't want to embarrass her. but And so I had to say to her, uh, I've got to go to an important meeting. Oh, you didn't Well, not. I didn't know. What else was I supposed you to say? If you were in that situation and the person rocked up didn't look like their photo, well, okay. would you still go through with it? Well, here's a couple of things. Okay, Number sure. one, yep. I wouldn't be inviting someone I've never met before to my house. Well, where are you supposed to go? It gets uncomfortable. She could be an axe murderer. No, no, Shane, it, look after your own safety. It Number didn't two, say that in a profile. <laughs> where are we supposed to go in the car? It's uncomfortable. <laughs> you don't. You meet them at a cafe. Yeah, but you, And then you just have a quick coffee and you say, and then I've got to go to my important meeting. No, you're, you're just doing so it wrong. You don't meet at a cafe. Why not? Because then you've got to meet at the cafe well, and, and then go elsewhere. And talk. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> okay. And and by the way, another tinnitus I want to share with you real quick um, is I used to have an eyebrow ring. Just digest that for a sec. There's the reaction I was looking for. <laughs> and so I had an eyebrow ring <laughs> and the girl that I was with had uh, braids in her hair. She beamed to Bali and she yeah, had the yeah, long yeah, braids yeah, in her yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. And so there was an incident where she... Her hair, the little bead of her hair got caught in my eyebrow ring <laughs> and nearly ripped it out. <laughs> Hence the reason I don't have an eyebrow ring anymore and because I'm a grown man. All right, 1-800-1023. 
Give us your Tinder tale or your dating tale. Yeah, dating horror stories. When did it go wrong? What happened? Why did it go wrong? I want to hear these stories. I so want that woman that turned up at the quaintest house, your place, who didn't look like her profile, only be, to be told that Shane Lowe has an important important meaning to go. And if she ever spent any time listening to the show, <laughs> would know that that would be a lie. If you are listening, don't, don't do this. ring, don't do ring this. us right now. Please, because there's a few home truths that you need to know how amazing you are and how Shane Lowe's really let himself down. Eight three hundred one zero two three. Let's hear about your terrible dates. It can get awkward sometimes. It's not. It's not always fun and frivolity on Tinder. Don't, don't you think you would have been better to say to her, "Look, you not what you were on your photo." I mean, let's face it. You were not setting that up to have a nice chat and find the meaning of life. Yeah, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to make her feel bad about herself. She was a lovely. No, but telling her, by the way, you don't look anything like your photo, and I'm not interested. I feel like that's really mean. And I I think an easy way for me is to say that I've got (laughs) important. Don't you think there's a better way of doing it? No, because she drove away from that knowing. But I don't want to hurt her feelings. But you did. How do we know that? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, Eight three hundred one zero two (sighs) three. Tell us about your date disaster. Kirsty of Oakton, what happened? Um, well, my date was running late, so I thought I'd order a wine, you know, to take the edge off a bit, and I was <laughs> sitting there waiting for him. And he's walked in and he sat down and we're talking in general about what we're into, and he said, well, my body's a temple, so I haven't drunk for two years because it's poison for your body, and I need to uh, watch what I eat, and I work out two times a day. And I just looked at him and went... So we're not ordering pizza for dinner <laughs> <laughs> because we were on two totally different planets, let's uh-huh, just say. Uh-huh. Kirsty, thank yeah. you very, very much. Um, Eddie, you were out chatting to people last night. Yeah. Do you know how difficult it is to not look creepy approaching people in the streets of Adelaide and ask them what their worst first date was? <laughs> I didn't do a good job of that. Look, uh, it's always embarrassing when your body lets you down. But when it lets you down on your first date, mm-hmm. that's pretty bad. We went bowling. Bowling was good. It was cool. Like, she was cute. After we went bowling, we were like, oh, let's go for a drive. So we went for a drive. We're like, oh, let's go to the hills, check out the lights. I guess go to Windy Point or something, you know, typical. And on the way up, because it's all windy roads, she started getting nauseous. And then I had to pull the car over, so oh. she had to vomit. You oh. literally made her sick. Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> We went out for dinner and it all was well. Long story short, pretty well, I went back home with her and then I ended up sleeping over. And I have a dream suddenly that I needed to pee. And I'm dreaming of like I'm peeing. And I wake up and I feel like a wet patch on my thigh. I've peed the bed at this girl's house. So I'm in pitch black dark. And I'm like, do I just leave the house or do I wake up and tell her? Woke her up. We took everything. We stripped her bed. We washed everything. And I'm just sat there with no undies and just a long top. So I covered my bits. And then I woke up first thing in the morning. She's, she already told her parents. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not coming. Back. Oh, my God. I talked to him afterwards and he said he had to sit having breakfast with the parents knowing that oh, they knew. No. Yeah. Okay, number one, where were you last night to meet those two gents? In in the heart of Adelaide. These two guys were having dinner together. They weren't like oh, they were. Date. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Leah of Mount Barker. Okay, so this was the worst date you've ever been on. What happened? Um, so the second time I've met this guy, I've rocked up to his house. We're having like a movie date, popcorn, that sort of thing. I'm in my nicest sweatpants, and <laughs> it is a full family dinner. Oh, oh no. and cousins and grandparents and everything. Oh, and he so didn't I, tell I, you. I sat there through a roast dinner in my sweatpants <laughs> and met his entire family. 
<laughs> on the second time I met him. And so then what happens afterwards, all right? I mean, obviously you're then trying to be on best behaviour, as we always are, where you're trying to impress her. So you offer to clear the table and do all that sort of gear. But then how does the night end? Um, with me walking very slowly out the house and back to my car, I so the cousin gave me a dress to put on, like, halfway through the night. <laughs> I was just like, it was really bad. And so I, like, I just left with the dress and I still have it. And it's not going back. I, I can't. I can't face the family again. Oh and so you God. never saw him again? Never again. Oh, I love this. Oh, hey, please tell me it was a, you know, Camilla and Mark or something <laughs> swish, was it? The dress? Uh, no, it was really fancy. They were a very well-off family, so it was a very, very <laughs> nice dress. And they probably thought their son, their favourite son, has brought some poor homeless girl in tracksuit pants <laughs> off the street. <laughs> and so they were going to try to fix you, Leah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Exactly my thoughts. All right, love it. Thanks, Leo. God, I would have gone back and fill up the wardrobe. (laughs) Uh, Now, Eddie, you've been asking people about their dates. Yeah. um, So I literally talked to uh, seven people Mm -hmm. last night Mm -hmm. on the street. It was more like 15. But um, (laughs) what do you think the recurring date-ruining mistake that uh, I have to say most men were making? Oh, I'd say maybe having too many drinks, getting a bit drunk. No. Smelly breath? I thought that as well. No, it wasn't. Uh, what they ordered was a bit... No. What they wore. No, it was thinking that they were being funny and engaging. And that doesn't always mean that your date thinking that mm-hmm. you were being funny and, as in, and engaging. One time I was with a guy and he was very into me and I wasn't into him. He thought that giving those negative compliments, what are they called? On oh, negs. Like, yeah, he, he was giving me negs the whole time and thought that that was going to get me. It was awful. And then at the end he asked um, if I wanted to be his partner, his life partner. Oh. Um, and I said no. And then I left. Ten minutes in, he opened the X-Files, which is started talking <laughs> about his ex. Oh, no. Outside. <laughs> Oh, I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge red flag. So. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> See, yeah, ya. Yeah. Yeah. See ya. See yeah. ya. <laughs>